welcome to You Will Love to See It, the podcast where we watch TV shows and movies and tell you all about them. It's a fanbite joint. I'm your host, Merritt Doc K. And I'm joined this week by a uh, real cast of characters. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are talking about one of my favorite films. Uh, yes. all the time. So I'm very excited about this. We are... Of course, talking about Roadhouse, and I am joined, as always, by LB, tough guy, hunk tears. <laughs> that was me, like, doing fights. Yeah, sorry, what was that? Paul, do you, can you edit in some, like, like some of those big meat slapping sounds? Yeah. Or not, you can just have me doing it with my face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, of course, also here is Danielle Dalton Riando. Hey. I studied philosophy and I'm a martial artist. You literally are Dalton, but we'll get into it. It's true. And last but certainly not least is Fernanda. Does a hobby horse have a wooden dick? Praches. <laughs> I'm so sorry for making you say that. Um, hi. <laughs> no, listen, it's not your fault. It's in the movie. So it's in the movie. In the movie is Roadhouse. Patrick Swayze is Dalton. I thought you'd be bigger. Opinions vary. When he's around, anything can happen. How's a guy like you end up a bouncer? Just lucky, I guess. And usually does. If somebody gets in your face, I want you to be nice. Don't! Don't be rude! Ask him to walk, but be nice. Help this gentleman to the door. Until it's time to not be nice. So says the fighting philosopher. Aren't you guys tired? Doc, I'll get all the sleep I need when I'm dead. This is my time. I'm not afraid of him. I guess you'll be having that fire sale now, all right? <laughs> Get your hands full, kid. I just think I'm looking at a dead man. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. For that line of work, I thought you'd be bigger. Gee, I've never heard that before. Roadhouse. 1989 American action film directed by Rowdy Harrington and starring Patrick Swayze as a cooler at a newly refurbished roadside bar who protects a small town in Missouri from a corrupt businessman. Sam Elliott co-stars as a bouncer, the mentor, friend, and foil of Swayze's character. The cast also includes Kelly Lynch as Swayze's love interest and Ben Gazzara as the main antagonist. Okay. <laughs> so, before we jump in, we always like to ask, what's everyone's history with this film? Danielle? Yeah? What is your history with the film Roadhouse? So this, like many others that we've watched, is something I've seen in composite many times. You know, it's like uh, it was always like a, a Sunday afternoon movie that was on that kind of thing on TV. And I'd seen bits and pieces. And I think I've already talked about how my mother is a huge Patrick Swayze fan. She calls him a hot hunk of man every time she hears his name. It's really very beautiful. But I have never sat down, put it on and watched it from beginning to end. So this is my first time watching the whole thing from beginning to end, even though I know everything that happens and I kind of generally know the whole vibe of the movie. So it was a real treat to take it in, uh, you know, in full. (laughs) LB, how about you? So I have my list of movies that people are shocked I haven't seen. Um, And this is like a major one or had been a major one because I am like, like I have the haircut. That yes. everyone in this movie has. Like, yes, I have that yes. mullet. I have that 1989 Roadhouse mullet. Incredible. Um, I love stupid bullshit like this. I love, you know, over-the-top, violent action movies. But this one I just had not seen until last night when I watched it with my friend Iris. And, like, I think I'm having, like, the merit, like, what happened uh-huh. to you last week with Point Break. Yeah. Like, this, yeah. like, this, it lived up to the hype. It exceeded the hype. I am... It's I'm a ecstatic revelation. about Roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Fernanda, what about you? Yeah, I was kind of there with LB. Like, I would tell people I hadn't watched Roadhouse, and they would be like, oh, no, how come? And then that made me want to watch it less. And then yeah. when I 
um, I watched it recently, like a few months ago for the first time. And I just felt a spiritual connection with the movie. <laughs> and so I decided like to look it up and I saw that it was released in 1989. And I was like, oh, that's the year I was born. Obviously a connection oh, wow. there. And then I looked for the release date. And then I was like, maybe it's near my birthday. It was not. It was May. My birthday <laughs> is in September. But then I looked at the uh -huh. streaming release date. And it was September uh -huh. 20, 2015. And my birthday is September 21. So obviously. Wow. It was meant to be. Yeah. That's Wait, like my connection to your dark. We're all 89s. I'm, I'm an 89 also. This See? Is beautiful. Sorry. See? Wow. This is like a cosmic Sorry. thing yeah, that we're, to we're experiencing today. This, okay. Yeah, my history with this movie is that I feel like I had just kind of heard about it uh, from a bunch of different people. Um, actually, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of what got me to watch it because the first time I watched Red House, I actually, I opened up uh, uh, my Twitter archives and I've been searching through them and I watched it uh, uh, in December 2019 or late November 2019. Because the first post I have that references it is uh, December 3rd, and it says, I recently watched Roadhouse for the first time. I believe it is a near-perfect movie, and I now find myself deeply and painfully in love with 1980s <laughs> Sam Elliott, mm -hmm. which remains true. Yeah. But uh, I rewatched it uh, this past December, and I feel like I probably will watch it at least once a year for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. Because... Mm -hmm. it, to me, this is just an unfathomable, incredible movie. And the fact that it has bad reviews just kind mm -hmm. of shows me that people uh, don't know anything. Yeah. And they hate fun. I, I don't think democracy works. Yeah. I think Roadhouse shows us that, like, it. well, okay, to be fair, it did make, uh, it did make back its budget and it did make, so it cost $15 million to make and it made $30 million. Okay. Um, so, you know, it did fine, but mm -hmm. it had it got pretty bad reviews. Yeah, uh, didn't do great. Didn't do as well as people as they wanted it to do in theaters. I think it was nominated for a bunch of Golden Raspberry Awards. Which, like, can we talk? Just like, fuck off, guys. Even yeah. Patrick, like, how dare they? Worst actor, worst supporting actor. Like, get a fucking job. You know, <laughs> get a fucking job. When people are like, oh, critics just always like, criticize and it's harder to do something than criticize. I'm like, well, no, but criticism is also like a craft that's difficult. But like the fucking Razzies, like, just like, fuck off, guys. It's only Come punching on. down. It's only you, ever you punching down. You do not yeah. understand film. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're like, oh, it's an enjoyably bad movie. Like, if you enjoy it, it is not a bad movie. Mm -hmm. Like, Preach, <sighs> yes. That's the thing. If it's, if you yes. like it, it's not bad. You don't have to like justify liking a movie that isn't doesn't conform to like high culture by saying, "Oh, it's a guilty pleasure" or something. Like, mm -hmm. no, this is a good movie. That and there's something wrong with you, and there's something wrong with you that you feel like you can't <laughs> speak to this. Um, I'm with you there. Agree. Same with <laughs> music. You. Like, not just yes. because if if it's super popular, it's for a reason. Like, why call it bad? It's you cannot just, like it, it and still. Protecting yourself, and mm -hmm. it's just like you know, and it's also just about how taste is constructed. Yeah, and like yeah. you know, a movie can't possibly be a good film if Patrick Swayze is the main character and plays an NYU philosophy graduate <laughs> who is a bouncer. Sorry, not a bouncer, a cooler. A cooler. <laughs> okay, where do we start? Where do we start? Um, I. Okay, I want to start just with um, a quote from a book about the film Roadhouse, which is called Pain Don't Hurt, which is by Sean T. Collins, who uh, that's I forgot wrote, the name of the book. <laughs> it's called Pain Don't Hurt, which is a line from the movie. Yes. Uh, Sean wrote this book. Uh, well, he wrote an essay about Roadhouse every day for 365 days consecutively. Amazing. And it was collected and published as a book. Uh, and I, I think like the second he announced that it was being published as a book, I, I bought one. Um, and I actually, it was sitting in my pile of, of two read books until this morning when I picked it up and started going through it. And, uh, it's just, 
I mean, Sean's an incredible writer and Roadhouse is an incredible movie, but in one of the earliest essays, he sums up the movie by saying, Roadhouse is the story of one bouncer's quest to free a small town from the iron fist of the guy who is on the verge of opening the area's first J.C. Penny. Over <laughs> half a dozen men will die for this. Uh, <laughs> amazing. It's, that's perfect. That's actually perfect. So perfect. James Dalton is a, a cooler. Um, and the distinction here is that the cooler is kind of like the head bouncer at a joint who like is like the manages everything is like overseeing everything, making sure everything's running smoothly. Um, bouncers are the people at the door who are like checking IDs and stuff. And he is contacted by Frank Tillman, uh, who is played by Kevin Tai, uh, and asked to take over security at the double deuce in Jasper, Missouri, because uh, Frank has come into a bunch of money and wants to invest in the, the bar to uh, make it more stable and to attract a new clientele. And he needs a really great staff to do that. And in this universe, bouncers are so famous and well-regarded amongst the bar attending yeah. <laughs> like click or crowd that uh they you know like they're practically celebrities uh they all know Dal- dalton everyone yep. knows dalton they don't know yeah. what he looks like they but they do know, know his dalton. name because he shows up so he he agrees to the deal for like an obscene amount of money he comes down to jasper and uh he immediately just shows up to the bar no one recognizes him everyone's asking do you have a name and he's like oh yeah my name is yeah like coffee black um (laughs) and uh everyone's just like who is this guy and then uh i believe it's uh carrie ann yes uh, played by uh kathleen willhoit who finds out that he is dalton and he's like that's dalton (laughs) um in the same like just unbridled joy and like awe and lust that happens when she sees his naked ass um which is like the most honest part of this entire movie i feel like (laughs) um and then everyone's like oh my god it's fucking dalton (laughs) and uh he is the second best cooler yeah he's not the best because wade garrett is the best but wade garrett's getting getting old yeah he's getting out yeah he's getting up there he has a limp but he's still the best but what could go wrong? Well, a few things. <laughs> uh, Jasper is held Several. in the grips of local business magnate Brad Wesley, played by, uh, of course, Ben Gazzara. And uh, Dalton shows up and starts making changes, one of which includes firing uh, Brad's nephew. Uh, who is, uh, oh God, um, who plays him? He's a uh, wrestler, no? John Doe. No, no, no. That's, oh, he's that's the musician, else. sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah oh, John Doe okay. plays Pat McGurn, who is yeah. uh, Brad Wesley's nephew. He is the, uh, the uh, co-founder of the LA punk band X. Mm-hmm. And is still a member of that band, which is unreal. Incredible. The fact that he's Wait, still that was alive. John Doe? That was mm-hmm. John fucking Doe Incredible. with that really creepy ass mustache. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's this movie. Um, he fires him because he's been skimming off the till. And then he fires a bunch of other people. He fires someone for selling drugs in the bathroom. Uh, he later fires someone for fucking um, underage girls in the break room i was on a break we were on a break <laughs> but we were on a break <laughs> i do uh, think you are we'll... allowed to you are you allowed you you can have sex on if you're on break right we're on we were on a break we're, they were um, on a break they were on I a mean... bre- listen they were on a break okay kind of a fun reference there for all of our uh <laughs> listeners who definitely have seen friends and know about friends and want to be reminded and of friends. Want to be reminded and are grateful, of friends. Are grateful yeah. for this connection. And love it. And Since love nobody it. ever brings up friends ever, especially like. not. We were on a break. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wow. Um. So yeah, Dalton ruffles some feathers, basically, and uh, Wesley calls in his goons to uh, 
to try and just tell Dalton to change things around. And um, in in one of those altercations, he gets stabbed and ends up at the ER where he meets uh, Elizabeth Doc Clay, who I is either love. a trauma surgeon or a gastroenterologist it's not really clear because the first scene she is like treating his wound and then the next scene she is looking at an x-ray of um like an intestine or something yeah this movie does not really know what kind of doctor she's just an er doctor i mean she has extremely er doctor like unbothered nothing phases me er doctor vibes which is like a, a thing that i know and love and appreciate i love her so much i know that this movie is not about her really it's not about anyone who isn't sam elliott and patrick swayze having a lot of fights and being very sexy but i i really do love her just like i love Lori petty in point break i still love you know the token girl uh, i love token girl character in this movie and i guess every other yeah, I think Doc's characterization is like one of the weaker parts of this movie. Yeah, sure. Um or maybe one of the few actual weak points, but in ways she is a very normal per- she's the most normal person in this entire movie and in ways she's also completely fucking insane. Um <laughs> which, you know, the duality of man. Um right. she contains okay. multitudes. She contains <laughs> multitudes. Do we want to just talk about the double deuce for a bit because it starts off, nice. you know, really grimy and then it kind of evolves, but like there's so much going on in this bar there's so so much going on in this bar uh fernanda you mentioned there is a wrestler here uh terry fug makes an appearance as morgan yeah uh, one of which, the bouncers like, he does get fired just for yeah. having a bad vibe <laughs> which i think like, he's <laughs> absolutely like okay i get but i get why swayze's great i get why dalton's great uh-huh. i thought he was such a fucking weenie for most of this for like until yep. he did his first kick Yep. I was like, this guy's a fucking weenie. He's pretty I boy, hate this right? guy. Yeah. Like, he wants to gentrify this bar. My my friend Iris is like, this guy's literally just like the kickboxing gentrifier. He's um, a like kickboxing consultant who comes in and fires everyone and then just yeah. like, rebrands. But he, yeah. thought, he literally fires Terry Funk for like his vibe isn't right for the bar. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> oh, you're gonna want to fight everybody. It's awful. And Terry Funk is like if you haven't seen Terry Funk's wrestling and like his wrestling promos, he is fucking legendary he's one of the best like one of the best talkers in the history of wrestling Mm -hmm. um he did a promo once he was in the shower and he was like talking talking about like he's gonna like i don't remember what the point was but he just covered himself in like motor oil and coffee grounds and it's just like (laughs) talking to the camera and it's just like the most riveting thing i've ever seen Mm -hmm. um so i was thrilled to see terry because i'd forgotten he was in this um but yeah, this bar, this bar is attended by the horniest people who've ever lived. The horniest and people I, I think in it's the so world. Gratuitly, and right away, like there are several terrible things happening at the same time. That's why I like like their commitment to just making it look like the worst place ever. Because their <laughs> musicians are like they have to be behind a fence because people are such animals. They can't just yeah. enjoy the music. Yeah, it's and, like the Blues Brothers. And they're amazing. Yeah, the oh, Healy there's a whole story Jeff- with the band. And it's a good band Healy. and people are yelling, Where, where's the real band coming? I'm, you are so privileged, people at this bar. <laughs> you're at this <laughs> shit hole and you're listening to this amazing music and you're being aggressive about it. And then a guy just kicks a woman's chair. And Why? And then two people start fighting by the pool tables and their brothers apparently... It's just the worst people in the planet are all inside that bar and they're apparently doing very specific drugs. <laughs> this yeah, bar is like, this bar is kind of like, okay, so like, I feel like the bar in Near Dark is mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. the vibe of that bar is like just drinking and like ketamine. It's very like yeah. scary, but in like a low energy nightmare kind of way. Or like, I don't know, like. <laughs> like yeah, what you like see sleep, at 3 a.m. when you're having like. Yeah. Sleep but panic. The, the vibe of this bar is just like meth and like shots. And yeah, I mean, at one point, Patrick Swayze uh, uses the phrase devotees of uh, modern. Uh, Chemistry modern chemistry or modern (laughs) pharmaceuticals or something he says Uh, actually trustees of modern chemistry trustees of modern (laughs) chemistry yes um 
people are just getting fucking out of their mind at this bar because presumably it is the only place in this town to do that. I feel like this bar is America. Wow. Wow. That was, that was intense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm starting to get philosophical because, you know, I was a philosophy. (laughs) Yeah. Just like Dalton. And, uh, you know, he's searching for, he's searching for the answers, you know, about faith and humanity and, and mankind. And I feel like this is definitely uh, a story about America and about how you can use your influences to make a better America. That's beautiful. As a that's, martial artist. That's so beautiful. <laughs> that's so beautiful. You can punch your way to a better future. That's what it is. And um, rip off Adam's apples, too. You can just rip guys' throats <laughs> out. Yeah, like, Isn't that not? real? I'm asking this as the EMT here, but I'm not sure if that's real. I don't know. What, ripping someone's throat out with your bare hands? Yeah, Yeah. I don't know if that's real. I don't know if Mythbusters has tested that. I put it in, like, the the show notes because I was like, is this biologically, like, physically, physiologically possible? (laughs) I mean... I just started. Possible. Okay, I just started googling. Can you rip someone's throat? And the <laughs> recommendations are: Can you rip someone's throat out like in Roadhouse? Can you rip out someone's throat out with your teeth. Is it possible to rip someone's throat out like in Roadhouse? Okay, I'm looking at like, like in Roadhouse. Okay, Quora, great. Okay, first the first the first uh, suggestion is Quora. Then it's Mel. I'm going to look at Quora first. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. Is it possible? Anonymous. In you gotta stay anonymous school, for this. In, in the in USMC School of Inventory, I learned how to do it and they made it seem so simple. It has nothing to do with fingernails and the finger strength required is minimal, but an actual practice spelled wrong. I've had three opportunities to attempt it. it the <gasps> esophagus slides around too easily. Uh, okay. It's not as simple as it's made out to be. Okay. So I, I would yeah. say it's made you out to be. You can collapse someone's trach really pretty easily it doesn't take a lot of pressure to do that you like, yeah. people mm-hmm. have done it by accident before that's true um whether you can actually rip it out i'm not sure but that's it is the, mentioned yeah, early it. on um by dalton's nemesis uh, i think brad wesley uh because he's like oh I, I couldn't get you you know i couldn't muscle you out so i'm gonna like invite you to my place and give you a we're not so different speech <laughs> um and he's like i heard you killed a guy like down in Memphis, like yeah. says it was self defense, but I don't believe it. And like, uh, they let they like you know reference the fact that he tore some guy's throat out, which he of course does later on in the movie, like a fucking Mortal Combat fatality. <laughs> um, but uh, before we leave the Devil Deuce and move out into the rest of Jasper, I want to just mention a couple things. Uh, Jeff Healy here is Cody who has a history with Dalton. They know each other. Uh, they reference a couple of their past adventures. Jeff Healy was a uh, kick-ass uh, blues mm-hmm. and jazz uh, vocalist and guitarist, uh, Canadian uh, singer-songwriter, uh, who I have a very like concrete memory of my dad when I was like in middle school being like, oh, I'm going to see Jeff Healy tonight with my girlfriend. Do you want to come? And I was like, I don't know who that is. And now I'm like, I fucking wish I'd gotten to see Jeff Healy. <laughs> um, he passed away in 2008. Uh, very sad. Um, he is just like, like basically like, he looks like a little boy here. Like he's so young. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was like in his 20s, early 20s, I think, in this movie. Uh, who else is at the bar? Um, Kathleen Wilhoyt is, of course, Carrie Ann, the waitress who is extremely horny for Dalton. The town bisexual. I mean, just like be? just like the audience, like stand-in character, basically. <laughs> yeah. Here. Um. So she uh, has done. She's done a lot of work uh, since Roadhouse. She um, she was Pepper Ann on the ER? uh, Disney oh, Channel show Pepper Ann. She was on ER. Gilmore Girls. Um, She's been on Gilmore Girls. She's been on Criminal Minds, Grey's Anatomy, Jane the Virgin, uh, the OA. So, you know, she's doing great. Her Wikipedia picture also is fucking incredible. It's her playing an acoustic guitar, um, wearing a sports jersey. And uh, she seems like she's just living her best life. So uh, (laughs) God bless her. Keith David makes a brief appearance here as Ernie Bass who is the bartender hired after Dalton fires Pat McGurn. Um, who else? Who's costing the bar $150 a night. <laughs> yep. That's yep. He's lot. been skimming. He's been skimming. Um, 
the arbiter says paul our producer <laughs> uh there's like a lot of just people who show up in this movie like once and like never show up again um just like a real bar or america just like a real bar <laughs> or america yeah i was there are um, a lot of boobs uh, a lot just of like boobs. america yeah, but not necessarily bars i don't know like i i haven't been to many bars in america uh i don't that's not a thing in brazil for these many People boobs to just don't be out. typically <laughs> say do you want to touch my wife's boobs for twenty dollars okay and then okay. get into a fight when the guy does it but doesn't have twenty dollars <laughs> Um, people also don't typically refer to sex as getting nipple to nipple or then respond by saying I can do that on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I mean, I guess Which you, I, if, you're, if they're big enough, you could. Yeah, that's Some kind of what could. I was thinking. Is that a reference to that? Like the two? I'm sorry. I, I was just very curious about this nipple to nipple thing. I thought it was an American thing, but apparently it's, it's nope. not. Nope. No, no, no. I could see how someone who is not from the U.S. could watch this movie and be like, oh, these are just things that people say all the time. None of the things that anyone says in this movie have ever been uttered by a human being in history. Chicken dick is not a common insult. (laughs) Not really. I mean, like, like, um, what this movie does is it, like, takes phrases. And some of this, again, is from Sean's book. um, But it takes common phrases, like, oh, like, brass balls. Like, that's a phrase, right? Yeah. But balls big enough to come in a dump truck doesn't, <laughs> isn't, and doesn't make sense. Like, frankly, you, I mean, if it was balls big enough to fill a dump truck, yeah, that right. would be different. But just in, anyone could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Normal balls <laughs> just fit nor- in a dump truck. Anyone could come in yeah. a dump truck. You just yeah. stand in it. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, no. So this is not, it's like... <laughs> And people don't drive that, monster trucks to bars. People either. do not drive monster okay, trucks over car dealerships. Okay. But like, I could see how you could see this movie and just be like, <laughs> "Oh, this is America," because like, it just no one is like acting like it's strange or anything. That everyone yep. knows who bouncers are. That <laughs> like, it, this movie takes place in a parallel universe, in like a more beautiful universe, I would argue, yes. where you can get a fucking, uh, you know, loft apartment that costs fifty thousand dollars to make for a hundred dollars a month yep overlooking a lake or mm-hmm. river or something um yeah so uh, dalton rents out this place above a farmhouse from uh emmett who's played by sunshine parker and uh he played a lot of roles as uh you know stock kind of old geezer guys he was in <laughs> tremors as well um and this fucking loft is so beautiful. It's amazing. This is the kind of place they would charge like more than a hundred dollars a day for like right? an Airbnb like this. Oh, yeah. And so much space. Okay. He has like workout space, and there was a punching bag too. Yes, I noticed yeah, that. But in like, the barn, you can yep. go on the roof. That's he amazing. has an MMA gym in the barn, basically like a whole ass gym. And he says know? a lot of people turned it down. Because it doesn't have a phone or a TV. That's a black again. The people in <laughs> this movie are just frankly very deranged. Yeah, unappreciated myself of their black because I did. I did have a prediction um, the second we saw this place. Uh huh. And I said that he, Patrick Swayze is going to have sex with a very flat butted woman <laughs> by yep. those giant windows. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's like the second I saw that that, that space, I'm like, that is what's going to happen here. And I was right, yes. folks. Can because I? I've seen a movie. I've seen like one movie before, so I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> if you saw Dirty Dancing, it, it okay. feels of a so, piece. Yeah, so, okay. Dalton and Doc do begin a relationship. She is like, I feel like understandably wary of the fact that he just like fights people for a living. Um, although he has some really great lines uh, when he goes to see her for the first time, he brings his he carries around his medical file I because he's like, oh, saves time. Yeah. Uh, like, I wish all my patients. Did that. I'm not yeah. like, how awesome would that be? It's cool uh, for a man to be everything? prepared. And she's like, oh, I've got to uh, I got to you're going to need some stitches for this knife wound that Terry Funk gave you. Um, <laughs> so. Like, do you want anesthetic? And he's like, oh, pain don't hurt. <laughs> what? I, mean, I would have fallen what? right then and there. That's an unbelievable thing to say. That's a, like, yeah, that's a wild, incredible thing to say. 
Like, can you imagine someone saying that and just being like, oh my God, who are you? And meaning it. Like, and, she means and, it. Oh, it says here in your medical file that you have a philosophy degree from NYU. Yeah. Like, why yeah. <laughs> man search for faith, that kind of thing. <laughs> who is this man? It's amazing. This man is like, to me, he's just like, I, we always complain about how sometimes the female characters are these like caricature of a f- male fantasy and the manic pixie dream girl and everything. But here we have the opposite. He's the character of a female fantasy. Yeah. This is this yes. extremely buff guy who does like Tai Chi. I don't know what that, that shit was by the lake that he, he does was doing. Tai Chi outside yeah, like, with his shirt his off. His skin glows like under the sun and he does that and he can fuck you up, but he chooses not to because nobody wins a fight. He's nobody a philosopher. Wins. A fight. He's a knife <laughs> thrower, apparently. Like he has so many accolades. He's so perfect. And also a little mystery, which then we turn out like we find out he's kind of a murderer low-key. Like that's not great. But you know, I just feel like his character is just really pandering to <laughs> and, like a I'm straight okay female it. audience. Yeah. And I'm in I'm 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 here for it. Yeah. And his I mean I know it's me saying this, but his body is like perfect and so thirst worthy in every mm-hmm. scene. And like, it doesn't even matter when he's wearing a truly horrible red polo shirt. Like it doesn't even matter. <laughs> like if somebody's that hot and that good looking and that like, you know, just has that easy uh, confidence and that beautiful, just like these masculine vibes. Like if you can wear a shirt like that and it doesn't ruin your uh-huh. hotness, like that's a true that's that's like above and beyond, you know? Yeah. I think I'm in the minority here that I find Swayze pretty unappealing for most of this, but I love his outfits and I want to wear most of them. His outfits are great. <laughs> I I don't know that I I am less attracted to to the character of Dalton in this movie uh than I am to the character of uh his mentor, mm. who is of course played by Sam Elliott as Wade Garrett, who um, is basically called in as things kind of escalate. Uh, <laughs> you know, this, the sort of uh, the Dalton-Wesley feud kind of starts escalating. People start getting stabbed. People start... Uh, <laughs> a lot of people die in this a movie. A bunch of people yeah. get killed. Um, Wesley destroys a guy's car dealership by driving a monster truck over it. <laughs> Oh, so cool. For some reason, <laughs> like, uh, that scene cost $500,000 to film. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. That's like, that was one of those things where it's like supposed to be sad. That's what you're supposed to be like, oh, and this is very bad. Funny. This shouldn't happen. But it's so fucking sick. It's, it's so it's cool. Like, it would be like, sad. Like, it's sad when Red's shop gets burned down. Yeah. Because yeah, that's terrible. like a normal thing that could happen. People could do an arson as like revenge or like not because. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Wesley has this whole, like, protection racket, basically. Um, but then it, his way of destroying the car dealership is he runs over it with Bigfoot number seven. <laughs> Which is, like, and they built that for the movie. For the movie, yes. The monster oh, wow. truck. Amazing. Wow. And I love when Was they just the pull up at the bar with the monster truck, like we said, like, just casually you're just casually strolling through town with a monster truck and then you Mm -hmm. naturally use it to destroy a dealership like why not yeah yeah it's just standing that like what are you what else are you going to do with the monster truck right so might as well so uh dalton calls in wade uh calls in wade garrett and uh uh, (laughs) sam elliott shows up and um Wow. Wow. Just, I mean, Sam Elliott's always been a bit of a smoke show, but like, Mm -hmm. I feel like this movie is the apex of his vibes because he has this kind of like long, greasy hair, this kind of like just stubble. Um, He's got kind of like a revolver ocelot thing going on for fans of Metal Gear Solid. Um, He's like, just look, there's a gif of him. Uh, people have made gifts of this scene where he's starting a fight and he ties uh, he ties his hair back. Jesus and I'm just like, this is not, this is, he's about to do sex to someone, yep. Yep. on someone, with someone. 
Um, mm-hmm. This is absolutely what the smile on his face absolutely looks like he is about to dive in face first. It's um, actually not. It, the best thing about that is that it's not quite before a fight. It's yeah. when I think Denise is doing like a sexy dance at the bar and mm-hmm. everyone's hooting and hollering at sexy the, at her. But like the hottest thing that happens in this scene is by far is just this <laughs> shot of him pulling and he's got the like hair tie in his mouth. I zoned out watching this gif for a long time. An uh-huh. embarrassingly long time last night. <laughs> okay. So you I could not Denise. watch this movie in public. No. I was like I was I was I was doing like woo! I like didn't I was I made the most embarrassing sounds every time Sam Elliott showed up. It was yeah. Um okay. the, this is the hottest a dude has ever been it's, on in no, film. I yeah, it's unreal. totally agree with you. It's unreal. I want to just quickly mention Denise because yeah. uh this ties into Point Break. Yes. Uh, yes. So Denise yes. here is the girlfriend question mark of uh Brad Wesley and uh she doesn't really do a whole lot except like try to seduce him, uh, Patrick Swayze, and then get um, like brutalized by w- Brad Garrett or w- Brad Garrett. Wait, who am I talking? <laughs> Brad Garrett is the Raymond brother. <laughs> uh, Brad Wesley, Brad Wesley, Wade Garrett. Brad Garrett is the fusion of the two when they do the fusion dance and they become Raymond's brother. Yes, uh, it's when they fuck it up and so they become like bad. Um, but uh, so Julie Michaels plays this character who doesn't really do a whole lot in this movie, but she was also the character in Point Break who beats the shit out of yes. Keanu Reeves. Totally yes. nude. Yes. And stabs the FBI guy. And stabs Our the hero. FBI guy. Uh, she was also in The Scorpion King, uh, yes. Batman and Robin, a bunch of other stuff. She fucking I rules. I yeah. uh, just wanted to mention that. But uh, Wade Garrett. Wow. Um, just, uh, like he gets a call from, from Dalton and, uh, he's like, he, he's talking about the place he's working and he's like, oh yeah, this place is a sign hanging over the urinal that says, don't eat the big white mint. <laughs> like, <sighs> uh, he shows up to, uh, to just, to help everyone out and, um, to sort of take control of the situation. And then uh he dalton and doc all go out for a night on the town where they go to like four different bars they're shown in like a bunch of different places and that's a running theme with this movie at the beginning of this movie dalton goes to like four different car places for no reason like he could have just gone to two half the characters that he goes to get stuff from never show up again um and yeah they go to like four different bars and uh, basically, during the course of this, Doc kind of gets some backstory, and we get some backstory on Dalton and Wade. Uh, there's a part where Sam Elliott uh, unzips his jeans to show uh, a scar yep. that a woman mm-hmm. gave him, but also uh, his pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a, scene, mating, a regular mating ritual, like just yep. regular. The the yeah, amount of horny just... energy between these three is like insane. It's you cut, right? They're like, they, it has, they're like in one of the bars together and it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. And then they cut and it's daytime. Yep. He says, like, let's go somewhere, like, that's going to be open. And then they're at a brec- breakfast place, apparently, right. drinking beers, which I think the implication I, is they've been out all night, but yeah. like, because then. But is that the implication? Yeah. I or, that's, or that they fucked? Possibly. But that's Wade, like, that was my read. That okay, was my so read really? of this. Of, of this. Wade, yeah. I don't think they have because uh, Wade <gasps> sort of like is still like kind of hitting on her at that yeah. point. And it's just like, mm-hmm. why don't you just like come away with me or whatever? And uh, like, because there's a great line where she's like, oh, is this the part where you tell me what a great guy your buddy is? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, and he's like, no, this is the part where I try to steal you for myself. It's <laughs> like, oh my God, Sam Elliott. Like, who would say no to that? Um, how lucky is Doc, right? Like, she gets with Patrick Swayze, and then she has, like, Sam Elliott coming on to her. Like, you go. That's amazing. Yep. I mean, she is extremely cool and yeah, hot. That's- and, I, like, really, I really like her. I think she deserves wild, it. Wild, wild. Like, her outfits, too. Like, let's not, you know, you're talking about <laughs> Dalton stuff. The dress that she shows up to the double deuce in is, like, wild. Like, it's really bizarre. Um, yeah. But, uh. The funky gingham. The, yeah, 
Yeah. It's a picnic basket, but she makes yep. it. Again, she's so hot that she makes it work. I, I don't. I'm not necessarily a fan of a lot of the wardrobe choices in this movie. That doesn't mean I'm saying they're bad. It's just for me, my taste. Mm -hmm. But again, I think these people are so hot that they could be wearing like trash bags that are melting in the sun and they would still look amazing because they're just beautiful. uh, You don't like Brad Wesley's whole like weekend warrior look (laughs) slash like (laughs) the khakis and the The khakis. You don't like Tinker's suspenders? Oh, it's Tinker, not for me. It's they not dress for me. That guy, like a mini boss in a beat em up video game. <laughs> like, my dude look like the double dragons are going to come up and just like combo him into a stop sign. Okay. <laughs> like, speaking of stop signs, yeah. Uh, on one of their dates, uh, on one of Dalton and uh, Doc's dates, they come back to the double deuce where Dalton has purchased car because he has traded in his fancy car for a beater because the patrons of the bars he works at uh, like to take it out on his car. And someone has rammed an entire stop sign through his <laughs> And he's just like, ah, whatever. He's trying to be nice, you know? Yeah. Be nice. Be, be nice. nice. That's his be whole nice. thing. That's his whole thing, right? Be nice. You got to be nice until it's time to fight, and then you kick their ass. And that's until like it's time to not thing. be nice. If someone Another... gets to your face and calls you a cocksucker, I want you to be nice. <laughs> Ask them to walk. Just two nouns put together. Be I wanted to kick. Nice. I, I, I was, I, that made me so. It's two nouns combined to elicit a prescribed response. I what if they call my mom a whore? Steve. Steve oh, is the guy who is such fired a for weenie. fucking I'm so sorry. Girls he's in the such a room. fucking weenie. <laughs> Oh, Delta? Yes! It's just two <laughs> nouns combined. Shut up! Oh my god! It's true though. Like, I just like the thing with Dalton is he's yeah, he's he does very good kicks. He does very good kicks and he's good looking and like the show's armpits a lot, which I really res- mm. appreciate. Like as a connoisseur of things. But like <laughs> I just like kept imagining having to talk to him. Uh, having have a conversation that guy would be hell for me for sure like, yeah that's my the way Sam, like encountering this sam elliott character would be like if there's a heaven i hope that's it sam elliott's fun <laughs> right dalton is just yeah. like, like the guy who's like you're trying to, to have dalton, a conversation with him and it's like a brick wall having to have a conversation with dalton is a thing i've like that is my personal that's one of my personal hells <laughs> along with burning man <laughs> Honestly, like uh, that's a converse- those are conversations one could potentially have at Burning Man. Yeah, yeah I agree. And with he's like a yeah. human sort of fortune cookie person. Like he just spits out like one liners. Yeah, I just think he's, a, very he's kind of a samurai. Energy. Like I was thinking about this, and I was like, "Is this a martial arts movie?" And then he's I started a, thinking, yeah, he's a "No, this is a samurai yeah. movie." He is a he is a samurai. He's a, he's a, he's a wandering, you know, Ronin. yeah, who who works for people. Um, when they pay him and tries to do good and has like kind of a code that he yeah. tries to live by. Um, it's a Western yeah. samurai movie. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, it's kind of like a modern Western kind of thing. And I think one thing people actually didn't like, like they thought it was like ridiculous, like the violence and like Westernness of it, but like, because it's in a modern setting, like, come on, have some fucking fun. Have Use fun. your imagination. When Movies John Doe pulls fun. out that giant knife, uh-huh. <laughs> that biggest knife you've ever seen when he comes back yes, and then we get finally get the first kicks and I'm like okay Dalton's cool um yeah yeah just like the ex- the number of ex- like giant explosions the monster truck just like oh no it's not believable why would you want to watch something believable you could just it's go a live dream. life yeah this movie is is fulfills one of my criteria for being a, a movie that I like which is that it has dream logic to it it just kind yes. of jumps around from place to place it doesn't do the thing of like oh movies have to do like the character goes here and then we follow them doing this and then doing this and then doing this like and then everything makes sense like no it's a movie it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to follow this narrative structure of like day-to-day life right it can be even like the space of this town is dreamlike it doesn't make any sense the way that he so dalton rents this loft right over this barn and this horse farm it's very folksy and lovely and there's hay and he's training in the barn there's a lake and then across the lake is where the fucking like crime lord of jasper missouri (laughs) lives like to the point Mm -hmm. where his helicopter spooks the horses and when patrick swayze is out on you know out on his little rooftop after boning down like 
Ben, Gar- ben Kazara is like, can watch it, can see yep. him. He watches, he watches Patrick Swayze fuck his ex-wife. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's like, it's, the space of the bar doesn't really make any sense. The geography of the whole town is really confusing yeah. in a way that, like, is really exciting to me. It's, yeah. it's yeah. great. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. Like, the Red's store is like directly across from the bar, but it's also separated by like a football field length space. Like it doesn't <laughs> like the whole yeah, like the the across the lake or river thing. It's like a it's just bizarre. It's very, very strange. Um but it doesn't need to make sense in like that no. very like CinemaSins kind of way of like, well then this doesn't do this. Like shut the fuck up and watch the goddamn movie. <laughs> And there's like literally not a single boring second. Like every, there's no waste of movie. There's always right. something happening. How can you right. not enjoy it? So yeah, like so all this is kind of happening. Like basically, the structure of the movie is this, the feud just kind of escalates. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Doc is is trying to persuade Dalton to leave town because, uh, you know, he he's Wesley's got a beef with him now. Um, and then Wesley sends one of his goons to blow up Emmett's house. Um, Dalton saves Emmett, but um, the goon who did it uh, gets into a one-on-one fight with Dalton. And the goon's so name good. is Jimmy. And he has one of the most memorable lines in this movie that isn't spoken by Dalton, which is, I used to fuck guys like <laughs> you in prison. In prison. Yep. Yep. They have a fight, a one-on-one <laughs> fight on the beach which ends with Dalton tearing his throat out, which Doc witnesses. Uh, and f- the first thing she does is run to check on the man whose throat has just been ripped out <laughs> and is like lying in a lake, confirms that he is dead, and then is horrified and leaves. Relatable, you know? Relatable. I, mean, I did the like... Sorry. I did the like Leonardo DiCaprio pointing meme when he said, <laughs> I used to fuck guys like you uh-huh. in prison. <laughs> That's like, so there's so many things in this movie that get referenced a lot, right? But that was one, that's like a line I've heard out of context a lot and never <laughs> known what it was from. I was like, oh, this is what that's from. Uh-huh. Um, so like, this is, going into this, what I knew about it. I knew and then had forgotten that Terry Funk was in it. I knew and then had forgotten that Sam Elliott's in it. I knew it was Patrick Swayze and it was very violent and he tears off the guy's throat out. Going in knowing this is the movie where Patrick Swayze tears the guy's throat out with his hands. It did not diminish in any way how fucking sick and cool and exciting it was to see that happen. Yup. That <laughs> shot like, is it's really good. Like yeah. this is like a wide shot of him just like reaching over full extension with his arm. It is it's it looks like a fatality from like 1995. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I mean, now if it was a fatality. In a modern Mortal Kombat game, it would be like there'd be an x-ray. Uh, you'd see the fingers <laughs> digging into the viscera. And then he'd like kick the head off like a football or something. But, but we'll settle for just a throw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, in fairness to Doc, like if I, had, if I had witnessed that, like, you know, I'm trying to pull a man out of the water and I realize his throat is not there and that the man... Uh, who I have been uh, having a relationship with did that with his uh, bare hands. I would also have been a little spooked. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, seeing just... the guy you're you're dating fucking <laughs> kill someone, and like, sure, maybe he deserved it. Like, maybe he had it coming. Yeah. But like in that moment, it's just like, oh my god, that's horrifying. I do want to back up because we have not talked about a very important scene. We sort of danced around it, but um, because. When Doc and Dalton have sex for the first time. Oh, yes. It is in the loft. Amazing. And uh, they both just start taking their their clothes off before they've even kissed. Like, she is just so horny for him. She's just like, I'm just, <laughs> let's just fucking go. We don't need to like, bother with that bullshit. Just like, <laughs> full standing. I feel like, wait, does everyone have sex standing in this movie? Yes. I think at least the majority of sex scenes, there might only be two because there's the Doc Dalton one and then there's the the one where he breaks up Steve and the guy and they're also standing. Yep. Um, And then there's the watering hole. (laughs) There is the watering hole too. And they're technically standing. Which they're both upright. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 
so and, and there were people in the background of that scene, which just makes the whole thing a little. <laughs> there, they turn on the radio, and I forget mm-hmm. what song it is at first. But then they're like, "No, no, no, this isn't right. This is not the right mood." And then they switch to "These Arms of Mine" by Otis yeah, Redding. Otis Redding, and they have standing wall sex <laughs> with like minimal kissing to "These Arms of Mine," which is. A sicko move. (laughs) The first time they're doing it is to like this. It's just, it's bizarre. It's a bizarre choice. Um, But like, you get the sense that they're just like, okay, no, 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 this is good enough. It's good enough. We just have to like get our fucking pants off right now. If we don't bone, we will literally die. (laughs) But I mean, if I I hung out with Sam Elliott, that would probably be my vibe. So, you know, that's fine. I warned you all I would be too horny. No. What were you saying, Alba? Oh, I was like, I didn't actually feel. So part of it was that I was very, very, very zeroed in on Sam Elliott and his chemistry with me, the viewer. Um, (laughs) I didn't really feel any chemistry at all between Doc and Dalton, and I this I I knew the sex scene was going to happen Mm -hmm. because I, like I said, I have my like my my little sensors go off, and I know. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to happen before I even met the character. Um, and I knew exactly what she would look like before I saw her. And I knew, ex- you know, exactly how it would go down because I've seen movies from the 80s before. And I hate 80s movie sex scenes because they all feel that's this gross feeling that I don't like. Sure. Uh, that like risky business shit. Yeah. Um, but like there is a part, though, where they go up against the wall and you can hear her head bonk. Yep. Uh-huh. The stone. <laughs> yep. It's awkward. Like the weird thing about it, it's so it's like awkward. Okay, it is awkward, right? Yeah, no, it's super awkward. It's so awkward. Like she's okay. There isn't like a what you would call like a normal kind of movie romantic chemistry between the two of them. Mm. I think it's just that I think the strangeness of it is that like her character is just kind of horny, and like I feel like we're not really used to seeing that. Like in in this type of uh, like supporting character and like normally she's just like oh my god he's so cool and like oh I'm in love with him or whatever and it's like she's kind of like not sure that he's like a good dude but she definitely does want that ass you know oh yeah um, but it is very awkward still I guess I, I understand that that's the motivation like intellectually yeah. but I don't feel that in sure. any way in mm-hmm. this scene well, and their stuff I do want to of course we're obliged to mention that uh, Anthony Bourdain interviewed Bill Murray Oh, yes, mm-hmm. uh, course. years ago and uh bill murray said that it was an unappreciated film with a complex plot and respect among actors in the film industry and uh kelly lynch later told the av club every time roadhouse is on and bill murray or one of his idiot brothers are watching tv and they're always watching tv one of them calls my husband and says in a reasonable approximation of carl spackler from caddyshack Kelly's having sex with Patrick Swayze right now. They're doing it. He's throwing her against the rocks. Um, <laughs> Bill Murray is the best friend of Kelly Lynch's husband, Mitch Glazer. Uh, and Lynch considers Bill Murray to be a buddy. So uh, apparently, literally every time that this movie is on TV and what Bill Murray or one of his brothers sees it, uh, he calls up Kelly Lynch's husband. <laughs> and it's like, oh, hey, Kelly's having sex with Patrick Swayze on TV right now. I read that once he did it from Russia. He did it from fucking Russia. What? <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. I, um, I, one of my un, uh, unsubstantiated, uh, cl- my, I think that's my role in this podcast, as we've established. Um, <laughs> I'll just like look at cl- ridiculous claims on the internet and repeat them as fact. That's how I roll. But yeah, I read that <laughs> somewhere that it had happened once where he called from Russia or whatever. Yeah. Um, God, it's just very incredible. Good. I think that speaks to, like, just, you know, people people do appreciate this movie. People who have seen yeah. it and, like, are willing to engage with it do appreciate it. Um, I had no idea that it, like, had detractors until oh, yeah, I no, went on it, its IMDb and saw yeah. its score and was like, what? Yeah, no, it's, it's ridiculous. I've only ever heard good, th- good things about um, it ever in my life. So I do want to just, like, power us through the ending because yeah, – um, yeah. I want it. We, I could talk about this movie literally all day, but um, <laughs> basically things continue to escalate. Um, and uh, Wesley does this sort of like Joker esque, like, 
I'm going to kill Doc or Wade Garrett. Like, who do you want to save or who do you think I'm going to kill? Um, turns out that he kills Wade Garrett, which is very sad. No, um, no. Delton takes Told the you knife. One beer, senior, or whatever. Now yeah. who's going to eat all the pussies of America? I know. No one else in this movie. <laughs> America's pussies will go uneaten. Um, it's upsetting. It's upsetting. And uh, so Dalton goes rampage. He goes full rampage. He uh, storms Wesley's complex or like just fucking like 80s, you know, bungalow. Villain home. Villain yeah. home. <laughs> uh, like just like drives his car up, but like uses the knife that was stabbed in wade's back to like like hit the accelerator and then dives out and the car just like explodes and um i don't know that he actually kills anyone but like he shoots a bunch of people uh some goons get shot by each other Uh, a polar bear falls on a goon on tinker (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and uh so he comes face to face with wesley He's going to tear Wesley's throat out. Um, but then um, Doc shows up and he's just like, yeah, no, he's not worth it. When Wesley, of course, of course, because this is what the villain has to do. If you let them go, he, he's like, ah, I'm going to shoot you. And then all of the business owners that have been basically kept, been kept under the thumb of, uh, of Wesley, like Red, Emmett, uh, the car dealership guy, they all show up and fucking unload on him with shotguns. And uh, like s- people from like the beginning of the movie, it's they just fucking just Sonny Corleone, this guy. Oh. And um, then the cops show up and they're like, what happened here? And they all put their guns away and are like, I didn't see anything. And the sheriff's like, well, we have a, a dead body with a bunch of bullet holes and stuff and a bunch of guys standing around, but no one saw anything, so I guess we can't do it. I guess that's it. That's the extent of our investigation into this incident. Um, and uh, Tinker is redeemed because he, he uh, is. It's true. He's like, I didn't see anything. And he gets the line. He was like, polar bear fell. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of the best lines in the movie a polar bear fell on me um and uh i I have to say and and i just very briefly that reminds me it reminds me so much of i carried a watermelon that i feel like those two lines which Uh we might we might get to that one at some point you know in the next month but just those two lines i carried a watermelon what's that oh you'll see okay (laughs) okay you'll see there's spiritual energy between them that is very similar. And I'll, I'll bring it up when we get to that line. So don't worry. Don't worry. Dirty Dancing is a great movie. It's a from pol- Dirty Dancing. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's been a very long time since I've seen Dirty Dancing. It's really, it's okay. A polar bear fell on him. And um, it's kind of a neat ending because Dalton doesn't kill Wesley. It's like all of the townspeople do. Like they all get together and just like, <laughs> collective like they all shoot him so they're all in on it basically um and it's in a, in a way it's like a bit of a stretch but this movie feels like kind of um like vaguely leftist to me of just like yeah. this like kind of communal um i mean that's like a western thing too right it's like a, a stranger comes sure. to town and like inspires people or whatever but it's like yeah, they it's collective action. They all it shoot is. they all shoot Brad was they all shoot the guy who's trying to bring the JC Penny there. Uh fuck <laughs> JC Penny. Right. Um and uh yeah, they like all sort of like stand up collectively. There's like he he doesn't do the killing blow, right? It's like all of the the background characters do it. It's everybody who's suffered right. his presence yeah. and he's he's made their life bad, you know. Right. He's, Which is he's cool. a bad man. So everybody feels kind of good about it, you know. Yeah. And uh, then uh, they fuck in a swimming hole. The end. Watering hole. It's it's beautiful. This really is a dream, a, a beautiful dream. The American dream, uh, a, a gorgeous dream. 
Yeah, so that is the end of the movie. So um, LB had the idea of uh, describing our ideal bar. It does have to be called the double deuce. But what was what is your ideal bar in maybe like, you know, one or two sentences just to sort of sum up? Like, would you do you like the Roadhouse vibe? Um, would you prefer something a little more like the beginning of Roadhouse, the end of Roadhouse? Um, what do you think? I, I'm not going to lie that, you know, in my personal world of preferences, Point Break for me is the movie I actually do like more than this, even though I love both of them. Sure. So my bar, the double deuce is actually like a beach bar where you can surf right up to it. Like somehow the mechanics of this, you know, listen, engineers, you know, video (laughs) game designers, we'll figure it out. But like a surf up bar and all the drinks are, of course, named after like lines in Point Break. I mean, yeah, Um, there are are swim up bars. So Yeah, right. So you can do a surf up bar, right? Sure. Yeah, science. I feel that encouraging drinking and surfing is... It's probably not good. Yeah. So maybe this is like a bar of like fun drinks that aren't alcoholic. And it's like all mocktails. Okay. It's fine. my nightmare bar, fun. but okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fernanda, what, what about you? <laughs> Mine has alcohol. Uh, I can guarantee that. Uh-huh. We'll start with build on it. Uh, no, so my perfect bar, first of all, I know this is going to sound bad considering how much I was praising the other the band will not have live music. I do not like live music in conversational situations. I feel mm. like we're ignoring the musicians. I don't sure. like it. Will yeah. not have pool tables. I hate pool. I think pool is dumb. Wow. I just it just it <laughs> makes anti, me sad. Billiard stance. Here. I am I I will I will take this brave stance today because I feel like we're among friends here and I can yeah. do that. And it will be like themed over action stars from the 80s. That's why the name Double Deuce. It was just going to be okay, Van Damme. Cool. But then, yeah. like, now I, I appropriated it. Looks like I changed it a bit. So, yeah, like Stallone, Schwarzy, no Steven Seagal, because fuck Steven Seagal. He's a terrible person. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that would be my perfect bar. Oh, yeah. LB. Okay. Uh, my perfect Double Deuce bar is also no live music. Uh, it's pitch black inside. They serve drinks. There's places to sit down. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like they play good songs <laughs> on the speakers. And uh, the drinks are very strong and cheap. And there's Amazing. like an old, there's like some old guys, but they don't talk. Nobody talk. They like none of the old guys mm. talk to you. Yeah. They're just kind of there and they do their thing. You need them. For uh, there is a pool table. For though. Color. Yeah. There's like maybe four pool tables okay. in the back. But is it a super and dark? Like, oh, and pinball. And pool. pinball. No, in the pinball and pool pinball, yeah. area, uh, you can kind of see. Okay. But not, you really <laughs> okay, can't see sure. that well. And there's a TV. There's also a TV playing old movies all the time, oh, but the sound's off. So okay. you are pretty close to describing one of my like actual favorite bars. Um, but I think my ideal bar called the Double Deuce would basically just be the bar in this movie, but... It has karaoke instead of live music. Oh. And it has an Adams Family pinball machine, but it's like almost always broken. <laughs> um, like it's almost never working. That's good for the vibe. Uh, yeah. That is like, and maybe a, like a, a Buck Hunter kind of thing in sure. there too. Um, oh, darts. Mine has to have darts. Oh, darts. Sorry, darts. Forgot yeah, darts. Darts in the dark. LB, I feel like you're darts more like a feeling. I'm just picturing. Uh, Bill Paxton with just like just catching darts in his teeth now yes oh that's so really good that is again I could talk about this movie all day and um <laughs> I'm sure you all could too but I think we're gonna wrap up there um and uh we are uh you might have noticed that there's some continuity uh with last week's <laughs> episode in that Patrick Swayze is in both Point Break and Roadhouse. So we are uh, going to be doing kind of a Patrick Swayze uh, fest. Patrick Swayze, yeah. uh, I don't know. Um, Swayze fest. Palooza. Swayze Palooza. <laughs> um, but April is Swayze month at uh, You Love to See It. So next week we are watching Ghost. And we want you to participate. So 
uh, please send us a back of the box quote or a uh, or a fictional uh, film festival award for Ghost the film, and uh, you can send that to us at the um, in the Fanbyte Discord. So if you go to fanbyte.casa, that'll get you to the Discord, and then in the podcast questions uh, channel. Just uh, let us know, like, what uh, what back-of-the-box quote would you give for the movie <laughs> Ghost? And uh, if we like it, then maybe we will uh, include it in next week's episode. So excited for this. I'm sure so people excited. have some good ones. <laughs> have not seen Ghost since I was probably about 11 years old. Oh, wow. Same. But, oh, uh, wow. And it is going to be a bit of a, a swerve. Uh, from the last two films, but we have that that consistency of uh, of Swayze. So that's all for this week. We hope you enjoyed your cinematic journey with us. Uh, please do rate and review our podcast uh, on iTunes or wherever. iTunes is, you know, Apple Podcasts is where a lot of stuff pulls from, so that's usually the best to do it. Um, or tell a friend about the show. That would be awesome. You can check out all of our podcasts at podcastnet.work. You can follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media, on Instagram at Fanbyte, TikTok at Fanbyte, and of course you can just go to fanbyte.com to find all of our, our cool stuff. Um, thank you to Paul Slide Guitar Tamayo for producing. <laughs> uh, and uh, if you want to check out our streams, you can go to bongodingus.com. <laughs> uh, where can people find you all online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hunktears. Danielle. I'm at Danielle RI on Twitter. Fernanda. I am at Nanda Prates, P R A T E S underscore on Twitter. I am at Merit K on Twitter. Uh, fanbyte is at Fanbyte Media. Give us Fanbyte, Jack. Right. Give us Fanbyte. We deserve um, it. So uh, that is going to wrap up. Roadhouse, please do send us your ghost quotes or film festival awards. And until next week, you love to see it. Mm-hmm.